Hello everyone, my name is Zareen Sharif and I am doing my Masters in com- Communication and Journalism. I am making this series of podcasts where I will be talking about media and manipulation where, I'll look, where we look at different aspects in and around from media's manipulation, media ownership, the consumerism, ideologies and how the industry actually works. In short, in Karl Marx's words, we will try to understand how media works as a supplier of mass ignorance and destruction in a world where they could have done tons of things that the ethics of the same industry actually demands. So just to explain how we will go about this, the first and the second episode mostly will be theoretical aspect of the study, so it might be a little boring, but trust me, it's gonna get better. The third and fourth will mostly be the practical aspects with examples and the case studies etc. And the fifth one, the final one, will be an overview in Hindi and Urdu. So watch out for that. But before we begin, I want to talk really fast about what actually media is. Because I have seen that many people think that when we say media, it just means like journalism factor or just like the television news or the print news. But I want to clear that media is just not the journalism or the news channels or the newspapers it's a whole wide spectrum of mediums like music movies art social media tv radio books literature the advertisements billboards and etc etc all of these comprise of media but in my podcast even though i'm talking about the whole media which i will but my main focus will be the politicals uh, and the journalism aspect of the media so yeah let's get it so to begin we'll look after a first topic that is the marxism views or the marxism ideology on media so mass media and classical marxist term is a means of production which in capitalist society are in ownership of the ruling class or the filthy rich. The mass media simply disseminates the ideas of worldviews of the ruling class and it denies and diffuses the alternative ideas altogether. As a matter of fact, um, the Marxist approach argues that the prevailing socio-economic order is exploitative and that the media forms an integral part of this system. They reflect the interest of the established wealthy and the powerful interest of, the, of that class. The media, instead of clearing the path, actually abandons the true job and reflects the interest of established ruling class and their ideologies. For example, even though Karl Marx had put this theory or ideology together in the 90s, well, the media was nothing as it was today. Today, we have reached a different level altogether for the media. We are in a different age, an age when each and everyone has an access to media and the exposure circle is so big that it is very easy to mis- very easy to be misled or distracted or even to propagate. In an age where even though the most important aspect of the tool in a democracy is actually owned and controlled by either a wealthy class or the political class both of which has nothing to do with the socialist economy that we call ourselves today, both of which has their own set of ideologies and use the media for their own growth, promotion, propagandas or interest, which clearly eliminates the job of the news media and the journalists. According to Marx, the dominant ways of thinking in a society will always reflect the interest of the ruling class.
and if we look at it it's like the people who are actually responsible for being the common people's voice and ears are now playing the same role for the people in power who don't really care it's like they are actually they are actually on the stage but the mics in their hands are turned off and the voice that of this that we are listening to right now is the voice of capitalism for example we have so many examples right in front of us explaining us um the the whole scenario for example like the network 18 is actually owned and operated and operated by the ambanis and all the uh, different media organizations all the media channels that comes under its wing for example cnn ibn ibn 7 ycom 18 cnbc history tv 18 cnn news 18 and a number of different other channels of news media as well as the entertainment they are all they are all now owned by mukesh ambani and hence these channels don't report or are not allowed to report any news regarding the ambanis al jazeera actually even did a did a story on it um the title of the story read indian media and the ambani brothers a tale of two brothers and their power over the indian media the article talked about how in less than 5 years ambani has become mukesh ambani precisely has become an indian media muggle without an equal starting from 2008 um in 2012 he owned india's biggest media houses here's a snippet from the article in contrast to mukesh ambani's public profile to that of his brother anil for the past year anil's been making headlines as a key player in a corruption scandal involving the indian government a multi billion dollar deal for french fighter jets and a suspicious contract handed to his own company to execute the deal outlets reporting on this story have faced slew of law- lawsuits from anil ambani's companies alleging defamation and misreporting together the anil ambani the ambani brothers represent two main ways in which corporations exert power over the indian media another classic example of how both the corporates and the political bigies make it big for one another has come forth in uh, 2018 yet the mainstream media never really reported about it there were like three uh, media organizations all of them media pra- platforms all of them digital the wire um the national herald india and the scroll.in the wire writes money cannot buy excellence in education but geo's eminence tag is worth cross the national herald india writes reliance you institute yet to start modi government gives it institute of eminence tag scroll.in writes reliance's geo university gets institution of eminence status but it's yet to be set up the whole scenario was that the geo institute was selected for institute of eminence by the indian government but the fact that was it wasn't even been set up yet now the issue about the whole report was that whole issue was that it was not reported by any of the mainstream medias they did report about it but all they said was that six organizations six institutes has been selected by the indian government that's it they never really dug into the fact that why has geo been selected or what is geo's role in uh in the fact that it has been selected or what it has to do with the 
you know like the how is it eligible to be in the race with other five organization that has been here from a way too long back than geo geos uh, even idea um just it was just the digital platforms and the ndtv who actually did stories on that which then caused the indian government to retaliate about the same the issue was for sure dodgy how can an institute be selected for recognition of that level without even getting it without without even getting started the re- and during that time the rumors of the friendship between the ambanis and the modi were not subtle either then why was not the issue looked more into well the issue really didn't stop there some of the medias uh, when reported about it uh, prakash javedkar retaliated with reasons why the government selected jio but the media and even the teachers from the private institutions argued that the reasons are baseless and doesn't hold any ground looking much into it um, it is clear that the ownership factor plays a very big role in the media business this clearly explains that media only reflects the ideologies and the views of the ruling class and the fact that media ownership is actually something that should not be taken lightly but according to the neo marxism ideology it actually argues that that the media ownership or the media owners don't have direct but indirect control on the influence of the media content also that the media is able to establish a dominant ideology that is the hegemony over issues so yeah that's it for today guys i hope uh, you'll join me in my next uh, next podcast that's episode 2 um that is it for the first episode thank you for listening